right yeah. now. Maximize. This right. man was like, inflation? All right, jack up the prices. Mm -hmm. Sir, I don't I don't think you understand how that works. Yeah, prices go up, we go up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what kind of economic <laughs> class were you taking? What business model did you learn from fucking Gordon Gecko? Like, <laughs> no, what he was doing is walk around Disney Park. He saw the churros were $6. He, he gets a Sharpie. Twelve dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so he was walking around pretty much like Mr. Krabs when like when King Neptune comes around. A hundred dollars for a Krabby Patty with cheese, Mr. Squidward with cheese. <laughs> He's doing the opposite from those Walmart commercials. You know when you're slashing the prices, you just increase it up. <laughs> He's slashing the prices and then just adding two more zeros. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> you like the fifteen dollars slice of pizza? Now try twenty-five. It's really worth it. That's right. It's that Planet Express kind. <laughs> right. Ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. We are rolling in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in the control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. Yes. Happy after Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Did Happy you guys have after. a good one? Yeah, yeah. mine was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going? What uh, do you guys do? Uh, I went over to my my sister's family's house. So with my brother-in-law and we had a, our family, his family. So it was pretty nice. Pretty chill. Okay. What about you, Adrian? Went to my aunt's house. So we just had family there. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Was it like all the family was a big one or was it? No, this was a small version. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys have a big one too or small too? Mine was decently large. Okay. Well, I mean, what, what number? Uh, let's see. I got to think about that one. Uh, I want to say at least like maybe 15. Oh, okay. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... Oh, that, or so? that's my that's my same number. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh. that's that's a small one for me. Oh my god. <laughs> then yeah, this <laughs> then normally, we had about normally like medium is like maybe I'll say about 35. 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. See, we Max had a tiny like, one. We only had eight people. Oh, that's perfect. Now, and it was it was so nice. It was really relaxing. Just didn't have to like worry about trying to get all the food ready and cook. Cause I had to I still had to leave here, go to my mom's house to finish prepping the turkey. Yeah. And then come back over here so we can get the supplies for our Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. I had to go back to mom's house and eat. It's been a busy couple days for us. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah to try yeah. and make two Thanksgivings. Oh, yeah. Are you guys excited, <laughs> though? Tomorrow we're having our little Friendsgiving. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah. Excited. Are we still going to continue the uh, tradition of uh, Hanksgiving? We can. We can definitely go. <laughs> we we can definitely go. Dude, let me know right now and I can build up the collection right now. I got Captain I, Phillips. Captain Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> can I be that asshole new castaway? Director's cut? Oh, you asshole. Fucking. <laughs> 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 Bro, I'm not doing sick. I'm not sitting through that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Well, yeah. So we all had a good Thanksgiving. I'm glad you has had a good yeah. one. I hope you guys, listeners, you had a fantastic Thanksgiving and ate all the delicious turkey and ham that you can. Oh, before we continue on, I want to give a quick shout out to the guy that Anthony ran into. Oh, yeah. Our first yes. fan. We, we, I actually ran into a fan at Winco. That's so yeah. exciting. That's cool. Well, because at first I was going through it up in the aisle and then I saw like my old buddy, Steven, he listens to our podcast mm -hmm. and he was talking about, yeah, I subscribe, listen to every week. It's like, it really feels like I'm in the conversation with you guys. So I was like, cool, man. 
Walked around the aisles a couple times. And then I was like, oh crap, I needed to get some soup stuff. Mm. Ran like two aisles down and this guy was just like staring at me. Like he did like that double look like five times looking at me. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? Man, right, like, just, like staring me down. Finally had a nerve to like finally walk up to me. He's like, hey man, dude, are you from the Red Band podcast? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like right down my mind. I was like, yes. Right, screaming internally. But yes. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, man. You want a picture? No. <laughs> See, I was going to ask that. I, we ain't at that level We're yet not. where we can ask for like a picture. But he's like, yeah, man, like the Wakanda stuff you did last episode and everything. So I was like, thanks, All man. All right, that's yeah, cool. I'd love to have you. You know, it's great to have you listening. You know, if you've got any suggestions, you know, anything. He's like, yeah, man, man, just keep doing what you're doing, guys. So I was like, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really nice having a, that dialogue between having a fan like i've never had fans before yeah, come, yeah. come on thanks winco guy thanks winco guy you're great <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah moving on to film news you got like a few actual topics to cover over we had a lot so we had to have a kind of it was weird like we do have those periods where like nothing happens in film news then 10 15 things happen yes. in film news and then nothing happens this was just like a lot just for like three to four days yeah. yes so first we got is avatar 2 so it, what it sounds like is suggested that it needs to be the fourth or fifth highest grossing film to even break even. That's rough. It, so That's, what, so what this article Variety will state is they potentially need to make around $2 billion for them to break even. That's how expensive this movie is. Is it just the movie itself or also is it they're trying to beat the first Avatar? I don't know. Because remember the first Avatar, it somehow made more money. Yeah, yeah. How much did the first Avatar cost? That was like well over 200 million, right? Something like that. Wasn't here, it I'll look like it 400 million? I'll pull it up. I 237 million. Damn, I was close. Damn. All right. So, and from what is reporting, the first initial reports they got for Avatar 2 was about 250 million. Okay. Okay. So- and that's, it's still not fully confirmed. Uh, James Cameron has not fully confirmed that. The only thing he's been saying, it's, it's very fucking expensive. Yeah. By his quote. <laughs> and it's supposed to be split into two parts, right? Two parts? Is I it a two part? I didn't hear that part. I, I remember him talking about it a while back. I'm not sure if he's still doing it or not, mm -hmm. but I remember originally it was talked about that he wanted to do a two-parter. Yeah. Okay, I mean, or I maybe could, that's part of that whole trilogy. Maybe talking it about. could be like a full trilogy. You know, he's trying to follow the actual Avatar anime show. You know, you have the Way of Water. That's you know the Book of Water. Now they're oh, gonna probably wow. move on the Fire Earth. <laughs> oh damn! So it's just volcanoes. They're just riding magma monsters. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they just connect their hair into the magma. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, it's crazy too, because it's only ever been five movies ever to gross over a billion dollars. And that's Spider-Man No Way Home, Top Gun Maverick. Then you got um, the first Avatar, which it's now over two billion. Yep. And then you have Endgame. And then I can't remember what's the fifth one. What's the Titanic? I don't think Titanic's still in the top five anymore. No? I thought Titanic was still on there because- Is it still? Yeah, because I remember- I thought that's what, oh, That's my only gripe with James Cameron. He re-releases it. So you could get that extra in there. <laughs> so you can boost that number just a little bit more. Yeah. Because he did that. He released he re-released Avatar and Titanic. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's still number three. I yeah. thought so. Yeah. So yeah, we got Avatar number one, mm -hmm. Avengers Endgame number two, Titanic number three, Star Wars episode four, number four, and then oh sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Episode uh seven. 
Force it's number Awakens. four. Yeah, Force Awakens. And then Affinity War is number five. Yeah. So, damn. So, it needs to be within that top five. One it, of those needs to be bumped down then. I don't, know. That's, I don't know how it feels. Like, I guess he shouldn't worry because he makes so much money and his name on his own. I guess they just expect to get the money back. I think they expect it because of the Avatar name itself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. everyone I talk to, they they instantly, are you going to watch Avatar? I mean, yeah, that movie is put on a pedestal. And me personally, I'm not a big fan of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, it's like, uh, I'll watch it, I guess. I mean, I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, if I had the choice, like, I wouldn't watch it. I mean, I'm not a huge, huge fan. The movie, first movie was okay, but of course, we're in this type of industry yeah. when you see film. So I'm going to see it, of course. Yeah, you're going to have to. But yeah, like, even with the first Avatar, I wasn't like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. But I think that's because, like, we were already, like, delving within the see. visual effects realm within cinema so like we so we were all we were kind of already desensitized yeah to to that kind of like effects and especially on that level effects so but moving over another big spender that's happening in the film industry we have amazon which they plan to spend over a hundred billion dollars on new releases you mean just one billion so yeah one billion dollar new a hundred billion sorry sorry god damn one billion dollar on new releases which that's gonna be like what 12 13 films roughly a year yeah, and that's to be per year, and despite self rose movie theater stocks. Yes, just Damn. from them announcing that, it it rose up the stocks. So you mean AMC's back in the game? So we got Cinemark <laughs> jumped to eleven percent, IMAX jumped up to seven, and AMC jumped up to five. Wow! Just from them announcing that. So what you're saying is I should have held on. <laughs> that's what you're telling me. Did you were you invested in any one of those AMC? Were in you invested? AMC? Did you sell? I sold. Oh, of course. <laughs> I sold. But I sold way too late. By the time it was like a $2 oh, increase. Oh, I, so I missed you, the mark. You missed where it was that mark. Highest. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, that Stupid. sucks. I'm probably going to get people that are like, oh, like cringing right now. Yeah, but, they're like, oh, yep. you idiot. Yep, I know. Yeah, so I can definitely see this slowly bringing everything back up. But do you think this is going to be enough to really increase the numbers back into movie theaters? Not for a while. Not for, I'll say another two, three years. You think everyone's yeah. still comfortable with like the whole like it's, Netflix streaming all that stuff? Yeah, because you just got so comfortable that you just go home and just watch it when you mm-hmm. whenever you want to. I'm like, even like with stuff like Warner Brothers, how they got rid of like the same day release, people are still willing to wait that 45 day release that, you know, Disney and other studios are doing before yeah. moving on to um, streaming. Which like, I honestly think they should push up that date even further. Like what, it used to be like what, three, four, five, sometimes six months? Sometimes six months before I got the DVD release. Or back in old school, the VHS release was like almost a year later. Yeah. I just, I wonder how the sales are now. Like since streaming has come into the game, uh, I, I still haven't looked up like how the sales are for like DVD releases. How not far as, they fell. They're not as good. They're, they're not, not they I remember reading articles that they're just a collector's item. That's what they are. Keep in mind as well, like the whole trend now of like when a movie needs to double what it makes, mm-hmm. like that gap was filled in with DVDs and VHSs. So really, the money that you made in box office, if you fell short, didn't matter. You still had DVDs. Yeah. Well, now when you have streaming services, it takes away a huge chunk of that project. Oh, yeah. So you got to double what you made of how much you spent. Yeah. And so that, I think that's why we also have, I think we covered it too, where we have ones where it's like uh, the low budget films to try and make that box office hit. Exactly. Like 10 million or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, that's why you rely on those horror films and stuff like that. Yeah. So easy and cheap to make and huge returns. Yeah. yeah. But it, it took a huge blow okay. for sure. 
Yeah, but how do you feel about like Amazon spending this much money? Are you excited to see some Amazon release films? Do you think they're actually going to get involved or are you just putting out a paycheck? They're just going to throw that wad of cash at them and say, fix it. Basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could never see that. I can't like, as much as people gripe about like, I say like how Disney is involved with like Marvel and Star Wars, all that stuff. I still don't 100% believe that they're like fully into it. Mm-hmm. At least with the Marvel stuff, I feel like they gave them the guideline, you know, don't pass PG-13, you're good to go. Yeah. And they just write the check. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, like, so they're probably like, it's more like a silent partner kind of mm-hmm. type of situation mm-hmm. where they just like, here you go. Are we done? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, returns? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm-hmm. I just hope I don't see a bunch of like Amazon box products that are just like, where oh. <laughs> it's just another Wayne's world. Oh Does yeah. Does Amazon have a logo? Yeah, yeah. I've never it's the s- smile. No, no, I'm talking about like, like on the beginning of like a project. Like let's say like a-, a Oh, you're talking about, he's talking oh. about like a film, op- like Amazon Studios. Do they have an open tile sequence? I think it's just like a quick little Amazon. Uh, I don't know. Amazon Prime or something like that. Because I kind of want that, that, that joke they made on Family Guy, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the really? really complicated logo. So yeah, this is theirs. Oh. I don't know. Very man. simple. I just okay. I guess yeah, so. It's I, very I simple. I don't like it. <laughs> what do you, do you want? Do you I want like know. a package being dropped off with the I, box sliding down? I want them just making their own studio that just doesn't say Amazon on it. You want something with not that name Amazon? Otherwise, it's just by and large studios. I honestly you know? get your films in two days. <laughs> yeah, basically, get your film in two days. Send honestly, it right to I you. like I like this better. Like you like this as you're like watching that. the movie. If you connect to your Prime account, you can buy the movie and stream it automatically. No, no, no. Oh, no. While you're watching the movie on your Prime account, you get special deals on the different items and merchandise they have in the film. <laughs> so you see someone like drinking like a, like a Coke or something. You're like, you can get $20 off in a six right. pack of Coke. No, when you see like, the QR okay. code on yeah. screen. <laughs> have, you, have you watched movies on Prime before? Yeah. When you pause it, it brings up all the info on that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Because it'll tell all the actors are on yes. screen, all the yeah. like uh, fun facts, all what pop up as well. Like they should add like the product list on the side. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Might as well. Well, yeah, that's going to be a whole different thing. But moving over to a different part of film industry, which we have two well-known actors Best buddies. They're known to be best friends for their entire career. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. They are starting their own film production company. Yep. Which is called Artist Equity. Now they say film production company, but what I'm reading here, it more sounds like a film finance company. That's why actually that when you showed me, it's like it looks more like a like the way they're selling it. Yeah, it's like they they get the names as a producer, but technically they just finance it. Yeah, it's like what uh, Mike was saying with Rust. Yes, yes. Yeah. they had a bunch of other like finance, uh, equity, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, studio studios, yeah. or whatever, just to fund the projects. Exactly, and then it's it's almost like a loan. Yeah, so yes. they do expect that money back, but they expect that money back with from, interest, with interest, and then, of course from your receivables for how much you get from your film. Yes. Yeah. So what it says here is uh, Ben Affleck and Matt. Damon are teaming to launch a film production company with a view towards offering content creators more financial upside for commercially successful projects. Okay. And it seems like uh, the studio's first project directed by Affleck and starring Damon is a feature film about the uh, Air Jordan brand and is slated for release in 2023. So they're going to use their own self-produced film Hmm. to kind of like 
show this off to everyone. Like, hey, we have this company. So they're making this film about this, mm -hmm. about Air Jordans mm -hmm. with this new production company yeah. to showcase, oh, hey, we make- We have a new film production company and we know we can now sign on new upcoming, hopefully it's upcoming new artists and content creators. Yeah. Would, right, would you like to sign a contract with that company? I don't know. See, this is the thing, like I'm starting to enjoy- all this new like below the line production companies yeah. and like yeah. trainingships and stuff like that. Or like, uh, like, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. internships like, and everything like that. Yeah. So like we have like monkey paw production, which you're doing sign up with, you know, universal studios yeah. for the below the line. I know Disney got rid of theirs, which no, it wasn't. It was Warner brothers got rid of their yeah. studio yeah. 13, yep. which was really dumb. But now you got like other people trying to start up their own companies to bring in new fresh ideas. Yeah, because I mean, it's the ideas get stale after so long. You know what it kind of feels like? It what? almost feels like the 70s era for lack of ideas of movies. You remember that era? There was a, there was a gap where studios were just like hiring out or just purchasing out, just hiring random students, anybody for any new movie ideas because the ideas they had were drying up. Well, that was uh, what they were calling the 70s was like the start of like the indie rush. Like, because yeah. they were drying up with the ideas, they were throwing so much money on these indie creators and that's how you got a lot of good films coming out from like the 70s and the 80s. So it almost kind of feels like the same thing a little bit. History repeats itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. keep saying that all the time. Yeah. Everything goes on a loop, so. Mm -hmm. So this might so. be an exciting time for the next couple of years. Oh yeah. yeah, you get to see like a lot of new content creators and a lot of new filmmakers, startup filmmakers. Which, yeah. that's awesome because I mean, I'm as, as much as I love the movies out now, mm -hmm. Dude, I, I want to see, see new fresh stuff. I yeah. want to see new fresh, not yeah. just a new take on an old idea, yeah. mm -hmm. but an actual whole new fresh, you know, especially with horror lately. Yeah. yeah. Horror has been on like a whole new game. Oh yeah, definitely. I want to see that with some action films or maybe not drama. I, unfortunately, I just can't do that. You can't do drama. See, I want, it's been like a, it's been a long time since I've been into like a really good drama, but I do miss good dramas. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Maybe like a really like solid thriller. Actually, those have been on Uprise as well. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. slightly, yeah. yeah. Those, those. I mean, we are getting better content and new filmmakers coming out to make all this good content. But at the same time, a lot of that, it's like kind of, I don't want to agree with Tarantino, but it's kind of like, I see where he's getting that, like you have all these new filmmakers and they're making great stuff, but mm -hmm. anyone anyone's met, like noticing it's just Marvel DC. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things, like you're trying to tell people, go watch out all these other films, but- they're not interested in these new content films. They want to, they want to stick with what they know. Yeah, it's it's as well as promotion as well. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things when you're heavily promoted one thing, you know, it's in your face. Hey, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. And you got this little guy who, you know, hey, I got this horror movie. You guys might, might want to check out. Yeah, but Marvel, right here. <laughs> yeah, it's right here. It's in that Marvel. It's, it's hard to be. Uh it's hard to not be distracted yeah. by the giant logo. Yeah. Especially when you go on uh, any streaming service. The first thing you see is like those big main movies. Yeah. yeah. You have to go deep in the bottom to find, you know, those, you know, new horrors, new comedies, new action. And there's action. tons of them. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be crazy just seeing these new, because I know they're not going to be the only ones. So I no. know there's going to be a few others who are going to start trying to self-produce their own stuff. Yeah. But last thing, do we have anything else with Film news. I think, Mike, you had something you want to share before we move on to our main topic? I mean, they had uh, Blade's new director. Yes, they got a new director for Blade. Yep, they got a man named Jan Demange. Mm -hmm. I hope I, hope I uh, pronounced that right. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, he, you probably know him, or people most likely to recognize him, that if you've seen Lovecraft Country, mm -hmm. he's the one who directed the pilot episode. Yep. 
So, and uh, he also directed movies such as 71, which brought the Belfast riots, Top Boy, and of course, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Do you, have you seen Lovecraft Country, Mike? I saw the first episode and I was like, this shit is really heavy. So the Sunset Law episode. Yeah. Yes. With the Sunset. That yeah, was Sunset Town. Driving at like five miles, 10 miles an hour has never been so suspenseful. Yes. In anything. They're driving so slow. Like, have you seen this? I haven't seen it now. Okay. So in the first episode, they basically go to this town. So back in like in the South, Jim Corral. Yeah. Jim, Jim Corral laws. They had certain states where had, if you're out here, you know, we kill these black people, whatever. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll catch you. We'll kill you. So they go into this. Uh, state because they're looking for his dad and then police pull them over and they're like, hey, son's going down. So you need to, ba- they're basically warning him, you need to get out of here before we kill you. Yeah. Oh, but if you speed along, we're going to pull you over and take you to jail and kill you. Yeah. So, so they're literally driving. It's like-, like a five, 10 mile hour chase of like, they're just following them out to reach the border. But if they speed up, they'll get pulled over and the sun is slowly setting and they have like minutes. It's the most intense, stressful situation. For real, yeah. because it's like, you're literally... You're literally fighting against the clock, but you can't do anything to change it. You're just like hoping that, oh, fuck, like I just just keep driving. I can't speed up, yep. speed up. And, it's just, and they're egging you as well, like rear ending you to make you go faster. Yep. It's yeah. It's and rough. at the very end, right at the border, please stop patrol. Yep. So they stop yep. them right before they get to the border. Well, I got, yeah, I it's, it's, it's intense. It gets really intense. Yeah. But yeah, that got me excited finding out that he's going to be. At least moving over to directing. Yes. It did suck with um, previous director losing him. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. I, I was kind of like stoked to see what he'll do with it. But I mean, there was a lot of problems with this project and the script being the main cause of it. I mean, everyone was mad at it. The director, yeah, you know, uh, Mahershal Ali was mad at it. <laughs> Kevin Feige was mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it had to be, but I'm glad in the, in the end, now we have, we got something and we, it seems sound, it sounds like it's a little bit more solid. Yeah. We got yep. a writer. That's really, we got a writer that's going to be well known for, especially for the Witcher and X-Men 93. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. I can't wait for that. And yes. now a director from Lovecraft country and used to being in these, these heavier, more grittier type movies. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have to move over to our main topic now because there's so much to talk about. I'm yes. going to get excited about talking because this yes. is huge. Oh, my God. This is yes. big, big. But before we move on, we got to give a shout out to our sponsor. Yeah. Audible. That's right. Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. This week, I'm reading The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company by Robert Iger. Good old Bob. Good old Bobby. (laughs) Yeah. So visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band for a 30-day free trial. You get one credit. Good for any premium selection titles you like. Yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guide to wellness, and Audible originals. So go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band. That's right. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash R-E-D B-A-N-D, Red Band. Yeah. So big, big thing that happened. What, when did this happen? Just a few days ago, right? Yeah, like this past week. Yeah. So Bob Chapek is no longer the CEO of Disney. That's right. Yep. 
He is gone. Did they get rid of him or was like... He's stepping down. Okay, stepping so down. he stepped down. Was it because of all the hate he was getting? Yeah, pretty yes. much. Okay, so Bob Checkback stepped down and guess who we got back? We got Bob, Bob Iger. Iger. <laughs> Good old Big Bob. Daddy Bob. Big Daddy Bob. You guys don't know with Bob's history with Disney... He is basically the guy who started acquiring all these other companies and assets yes. and acquisitions. Marvel, Fox, yep, Disney, or Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm, like he, Marvel. He was on a Pixar. Roll. They bought he bought they Pixar. Pixar. Did he buy Pox, Pixar? Or was that yep. right before him? No, he oh, bought no, Pixar. Pixar. Okay, was that his first one then? That might have been his one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Marvel was the first purchase, was it? Uh, no, yeah. Marvel's not the first purchase. Okay. Lucasfilm was. Okay, Lucasfilm was the first I purchase. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, Lucasfilm was, and then they moved on. And then, yep, 20th Century Fox, and then going on to make Disney Shanghai. Uh -huh. Like, in his tenure, this man has done a lot, a lot. He turned the entire company yes. around That's from right. near bankruptcy. The yes. second CEO to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had to fix it up after Michael Eisner. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Michael Eisner, in its beginning, I mean, Michael Eisner did a lot of... He did a lot of good at first. He did yeah. a lot of good. And, but then the passing of this, his VP is what really kind of led really, to his downturn. Yeah. But, but how do you guys feel about Bob Chepek leaving? A lot of people hated him. Do you guys? How do you guys feel about him? I mean, once I heard that they were raising prices. Yeah. We That's about what got, on, that got everyone. That got everyone. That they right were there. raising prices and then adding more shit. Like when I heard of the genie pass, <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, I'm not going to Disney anymore. Can you explain the genie pass? The genie pass. So if everyone ever had a fast pass, everyone knows what a fast pass is. Yeah. Before it used to be the tickets and then they do it to the app. And I was like, Hey, this is cool. Still free. Still be able to, now you can just look on your phone and see how long these rides are instead of walking all the way across the park and back. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was innovational. Yeah. However, now they can, then when Bob Chappette came in, motherfucker created the Genie Pass, which is basically the Fast Pass. However, you need to purchase the Genie Pass to be able to use the Fast Passes. So basically, it's just an additional fee added on to your ticket yep. if you want to be able to see what rides are available next? Mm, damn. Just more added shit. It's more. And he really tried the full, let's maximize profits. Yes. Oh, yeah. To the utmost. Not even to the utmost. Well beyond the utmost. To the extreme. Yeah. To, to the point where he cut costs on maintenance on the parks itself, where not safety, not the safety measures, that's still there, but where it's like- I'm guessing cleanliness and stuff like that? No, not even cleanliness. It's like where it looks good. But the animatronics are not working the way they're supposed to. Some of the effects are turned off just to keep it, you know, Dude. lights on. Gosh. That's right. Because I saw some like, I saw some sort of video where it was like, there was on Pirates of the Caribbean. It showed Tim Barbosa, you know, the attack on uh, whatever the, the mainland is. Yeah, yeah, or, you yeah. know, the part where it's like, you know, the fighting. The, the, the big cannon, scene. Yeah. The, the big, big scene. Too, or whatever. And you remember how Barbosa looked animatronically waving or what? And you looked at it then. And then versus now with Bob Chapek being CEO and it was like minimal motion, little bit of arm moat. Like it looks so janky. Mm -hmm. It looks like someone was just shaking. I'm just like, yes, basically <laughs> it looked like someone was just shaking him. And that was just like, oh yeah, just cut down the cost of, you know, remove a gear or two, just prevent him from really waving the shit out of now, his arms to just kind of like, was really that robotic. cutting count? cutting down costs for things that been there for a while to like improve and make room for other stuff. Cause one thing I'm not a Disney person. I hardly ever go. The last time I went to Disney was the opening of Avengers campus. Yeah. But when I went there, it was heavily noticeable that they threw all their money into that area and cut costs around everything else. 
No, it, no. it, it wasn't to the level of like cutting down to make room. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like Barbosa has been there for years. Yeah, no, they, no, no, there was it was, no a, new it was stuff. just an overall like overall just, overall the entire park like they just cut they shut off certain animatronics, mm-hmm. shut off certain lighting, certain um, effects just so they could save money. So they don't have to put maintenance into that one thing. Couldn't they just shut down Small World? Like no one needs to go through that anywhere. I'm pretty sure they somehow shut that one off. Do you know how much of an uproar you got when they were saying, hey, we're going to add some new things to it? Oh, yeah. Dude, Imagine was, if it was shut I, down. I don't get why people like Small World. It is terrible. Oh, no, it is it's terrible. nightmare. Fuel. And can you imagine if you win that ride and then it shut down mid? It's a small world. Yeah, you're saying just. <laughs> and then you just start hearing shit. The fucking No, the lights flash and they turn back on like three of the kids are gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or no, you. Every time they flicker back on, more of like the other region kids are like still gathering oh, more yeah. around you. <laughs> no, no, you're like in the area with like the natives, and then the flights flash and it turns back on. They're all dead with the pilgrims standing over them. Oh shit! <laughs> they're like, it is a smaller world now. <laughs> oh, no, all oh, their head slowly turns you, tortures you. Oh no, hell no. <laughs> we could make a small world horror film. Oh no, we could easily. Oh, we could. I mean, tech. I mean, technically, could. <laughs> oh yeah. I but uh, I did find an article where actually someone was being interviewed and talking about the overall sense and feel mm-hmm. of the park. And they were talking about how like, yeah, it's a bummer, but at the same time, it's an extremely positive feeling. How? Like both within and outside the company. They said like within the park, they said for a lot of people, there was both a sense of relief relief and a sense of hope because of that's how much of like, they kind of neglected the park. Like the the absolute, not almost the bare minimum, mm-hmm. but definitely not to the level that is kind of like required for that sense of like Disney magic. Yeah. It was like, here's Disney magic for seventy five ninety five. <laughs> you too can have like it was like that. Also, another thing too that was a big deal was um, the intergalactic hotel <gasps> That's that they right. built. Oh, yeah. It was all Star Wars stupidly. Themed. It overpriced was hotel, almost five grand for two nights. Oh, five fucking grand. That's how much she was charging, and it's a nearly vacant hotel because Jeez. it's too stupidly it's, expensive. Yeah, and there are already talks about he's going to re-renovate, like he's going to start cutting prices on everything, just to get people into that hotel because you have to. Because right now that hotel is extremely expensive to keep running because everything's interactive. Yeah. They made a fully interactive hotel. Like, cool concept, but at the same time, it's too stupid. Too stupid, too expensive, and no one's going to afford that. Yeah, yeah, to be able to keep the, the cost of maintenance for maintenance and stuff like that. Like, you're not, you're in the negatives right now. Seriously. Yeah. Like, it's not enough to turn a profit. Like, yeah, I, I even looked into, like, I'll be cool to stay there. I'm like, yeah, now I'm not. I'm like, there. I would get, happen. like, as stupid as that, I would get, like, 300 a night. 300 yeah, that, I, I would Disney, get. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's about Disney price. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Five grand? Fuck off. Dude. Absolutely not. That's that's your that's your whole vacation. I better get like the whole concierge package. Yeah, right. I better have like two maids just fanning me with giant banana leaves. That that better come, <laughs> that better come with uh, not only the genie passes, that also better come with park hopper tickets, mm-hmm. unlimited. That better come with food and drinks, mm-hmm. unlimited. That better come with everything unlimited. Dude, I better have Bell feeding me like strawberries. I better have Bob <laughs> Chapek coming around to me and giving me a reach around. <laughs> if I'm paying that much. Ah, uh, you want a Chapecky, huh? <laughs> Good old Chapek. <laughs> Good old Chapek. <laughs> Give you a good old, give old Chepecky. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, like how much are the prices for Disneyland right now? 
Dude, that's not true. I haven't even checked. Dude, I, I like didn't even. When's the last time you guys went to Disneyland? Before like, the I went there right when Avengers Campus opened. I went there before the pandemic. I think, Mike, you went early, like two years ago. You go the most between us. Well, besides for Adrian. Yeah, I used to go all the time. You used to go all the time. Dude, I used to have the passes. Yeah, you <laughs> were like the pass, dude. I always see you like question, like, why are you spending like $169 on like Disneyland tickets? Look at that. So one day, 104, from, from, from 104. Click on the one day. Let's see what the, it'll tell you like a, let's say one adult. Uh, so we got one park per day. Park, park, if you want a park, park is 65 plus. So ticket plus the $65. Yes. That's the starting. So we'll, starting we'll, we'll do one. Let's do just one park hopper. One, no, not the park Oh, sorry, hopper. just one ticket. Yeah. There he goes, 179 for the weekend. Whew. God damn, that's so expensive. Look at this. Something's even for like one ticket, one ticket. One ticket. Look at it. For the weekday, it's the same price. Because it's in December. It's in it's December. December. It's, that, it's the last two weeks, which is that Christmas uh, holiday stuff. And then you get back into January for next year, which it seems like, yeah, the lowest is 104. So literally one ticket, 100 bucks. Absolutely like, it's not. a universal doesn't. I know this is why I was like, I was about to say universal. Universal. Man. How much is universal offering for a ticket? It's 60 it's, something. I know like the, the, like the past is like uh, 150 bucks for the, for the, for the like, tour guide. No, no, not the tour guide. The, um, annual pass. Oh yeah. 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 Let's see. Universal right here. Buy tickets. 104. But what okay. about the neighbor? Like the annual California pass right there. 179. Day. For right here? Oh, see, look at that. Yeah, 179, which is nearly the same price for Disney. One ticket. And you get the entire seat, uh, the entire annual pass. Mm -hmm. Or silver annual. Or you get silver, gold, even the platinum, you're only spending 26, 26 a month. Yeah. Dude. See, look they at made that. it doable. Like, let's see. What 26 a month, what does that come out to? Let's see. 26. Let me see. 26 times. Ah, damn it. 26 times 12. 312. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how much was an annual pass for Disney? They don't have any more. <laughs> they got rid of them because they need you to buy that one ticket a day. Yep. That is so stupid. I hate that, man. Seriously, that's but so yeah. ridiculous. Well, with the new Bob, I mean, old Bob, what, what, new, what is he now? Bob Iger. Uh, old Bob. We'll call him old Bob. Classic old Bob. Bob. Yeah. Classic, Classic Bob. Bob. <laughs> Classic Bob. And then you. Good Bob. Good Bob. Because <laughs> uh, look at here as well. Was there something? Hold on. For what? But like he's talking about re-renovating the entire like like the entire company as a whole, mm -hmm. like down to the Disney Plus as well because it's not doing as well as it should be doing because of their uh, they put too much focus on franchises versus yeah. original, original stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I only ever go onto Disney Plus if there's something interesting new with like Marvel or Star Wars. That's it. Yeah, because I mean it seemed for a while it was like it's like like so what's new for Disney? Well, we got Star Wars. Well, what's new? Well, I mean, what else do we have available? Marvel. Look, we got new Marvel stuff. But well, what about Disney? And what's so annoying is I originally first got Disney Plus for my nephews. You know, let the kids enjoy all the content and stuff. So, yeah. you know, my brother, sister, you know, they can have their time off. You know, oh, I do got whatever. it for me. Yeah. So I didn't really care for me for that. What's more annoying is that even Netflix is creating more content for kids that my nephews are now wanting to watch Netflix more often. Damn. And that's annoying. I'm like, oh, I got this for you. You better start watching better this start stuff. Watch it, damn it. <laughs> Son of a 
bitch. Now they're obsessed. You know that bad guys, that kids movie with the animals being oh, bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, they're obsessed with that right now. So it's yeah. all been about the Netflix. That's a huge movie for kids. I know my nephew's like attached to it. That's his yeah, favorite movie. Yeah, right that's now. yeah, that's my nephew right now. His favorite movie. But man, I'm just like, huh, they're raising all the prices. Are they going to raise the prices for Disney Plus? Anyone? I don't think so. At this point, I think with with the classic Bob, classic Bob, it's going to be. I think, like I say, he's planning to re like pretty much fix the entire company as a whole. Mm-hmm. And he's got two years to do it because that's he's only coming back for two years and that's it. Mm-hmm. He came out of retirement. He says two years and after How this- How old is he? Like, I, I feel like he did. I feel like they begged him for to come back and he really didn't want to. I think a majority <laughs> from what I'm seeing is that a majority, like what you were saying, Adrian, like yeah. part of this was that Bob Chapek, yeah, he focused on yeah, trying to make money now in the franchises. Yeah. He shifted more to movies than he did for the park, and the park suffered. suffered. And yeah. so for here, a lot of this reviews are having to do with like weird uh, designs or features that Epcot and Disneyland that were like poorly received. That was like, who in their right mind allowed Imagineering to okay this yeah. pretty much. And yeah. almost to the point to actually it was to the point to one of these attractions over Epcot ran for two years and was removed because yeah. it was so poorly received. Yeah. And they're describing Bob Iger as he wasn't just president of, he wasn't just president CEO of Disney. He was president of parks. Yeah. Like he approved star Wars galaxy edge. He was like, which is it's good. And it has as good and it's bad points, but overall it's very good. He did Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Mm-hmm. But once he became CEO, like, like that was it. That was it. Like, or rather, uh, I guess to Oh no. Chapek was sorry. I'm going to X that now. Chapek mm-hmm. was for the parks. Yeah. He was for the park. He was the one that approved star Wars galaxy edge. He was the one that approved Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And be- I think because when they saw that, when it was time for Bob Iger to step down. They thought Chapek would be good to be a replacement. Yes. Not but, realizing that he's going to be like, oh, no, you know, we got to max about the profits. Yes. Fuck the park now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because of that. He fully, he didn't really fully grasp the max concept of like, oh, this isn't just the parks. This is like the studios of Disney, like pictures. This yeah. is also the other animation departments. This is also having to do with Marvel and like blah, 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 blah. Like, he's like, holy shit. Like this is way bigger than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to focus on this chunk over here more than just the parks. Like, so now do you have like, where in his mind, do you think it was like the parks are good. They're making their money on their own. It's like self funding. I don't need to worry about that. I need to worry about these newer investments with the films and straight streaming stuff. I think a little bit of it. I want to believe that maybe in his world, when it was for the parks, his world was the park. Yeah. But then once he became CEO, that world suddenly became very small well, the, no, yeah. of the part of oh, just yeah. the park. Okay. And yeah. then he realized, holy shit, there's these other continents. I think of like Marvel mm. Lucasfilm. He's like, I got to focus on these continents. Like no, my, I think mine became, will be okay. It became, I think what I think it became where he's, he no longer saw the park itself. He just saw numbers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I say, well, we have to spend this much money. Well, can you cut it on by, you know, 2 million? Yeah. You know, can we do that? No longer seeing like, oh, we have to you know stop certain things in the parks. More like, hey, let's just cut numbers down right here and that's it. Yeah. Not, yeah. not actually physically knowing what, what's going on in the park itself. It, it looked more of like, uh, like, okay, like what number would be a number conceivable to be still up and running? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd be like, all right, here's a figure of like the bare minimum. Be like, yeah. all right, well, let's try and cut back to that bare minimum 
to try and reach this, yeah, this sort of level of income or something, something to where it was like, all right, let's reach that. But like you said, like it was, I think he did look at the numbers and that was probably the first thing he was shown and probably the thing that made the most sense to him Mm because it was in front of him. Numbers guy. Yeah. The numbers guy. But yeah, that's a, that's a real bummer to really see that. It's, uh, and what I guess what it's well hard for CEOs to understand is that Disneyland is now bigger than it's, you know, what they think it is. Yeah. Because now it's integrated from their, you know, from franchises to the actual park itself. Mm-hmm. Because people go to the park to experience the movie itself. Especially with the new, like the the Marvel, the Marvel Land, whatever it's called. Uh, the uh, superhero. Avengers Campus. Yeah. Avengers Campus. Yeah. yeah. You know, now you have kids who, you know, they saw Black Panther. They want to go see him right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or they see Captain America. They want to go see Captain America. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that by cutting costs and, you know, eliminating certain programs that these kids, you know, that's pretty much your, your revenue right there. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really sucks though. That like, Oh, it sucks that they were put into this position at the same time in the first place. But I really hope that having Bob, like I feel bad for Bob. I really feel bad for Bob. He's 70 mm-hmm. year, year. He's 71 years old. Yes. He should not have to, come back from retirement to clean up someone else's mess. Yes. But uh, at the same time, you're going to want to pull back in your, your poster boy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, of I, like, I want my poster boy, like to keep doing good, to keep the company strong. Like, like, I'm like, not like, has, I mean, I'm not Disney person, Yeah, but like, I really do. You want what's best for your business. Exactly. But now as, as well as not only him coming back, but he has to have someone with him that he has to pretty much train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To because, be a CEO. Yeah. Because, after those two years are up, that person is in charge after that. Yep. So do you think they're going to keep Bob Chapek? No. Yeah. I, no or I think, like he's just I done. think it's going to be someone else. I yeah. think it's someone else altogether. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, what else can you do from then on now? I mean, his tenure, his portfolio is massive. It is. So it how really do you is. fill the shoes or go beyond that? Follow his guidelines. I'm pretty sure he left like an outline plan of what he, what the company should be moving towards while he's gone. Yeah. So, so, would, so would you say you should focus back on the parks again to get it back to where it was before the or parks, trying to exceed well actually, that? Honestly, I think you should focus more back onto the studio itself mm-hmm. to bring back more original content. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, huh? yeah. I, would, I would like to see actual content. I, You know what? I don't care. I really like Zootopia. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I really liked that movie. Because you know what? It took a weird, it took a hard left and to like, damn, they're talking about Prejudice mm. and racism. Yeah. It's the good stuff. They do have good stuff. It's like one of the things, like, I know I'm starting to get, as I get older, I get more like my mom and like, I see cartoons. I'm like, Ugh. I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that guy. Cause I was never that person. But yeah. now like every time I see like a minions or anything like that, I know. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that. But like, I know these films are still good. Yes. And I know they still produce really good content for that. So I, I honestly, like I said, they should produce more content, but more, either on the family or mature end as well. Mm-hmm. Not just kids films, but just something that even- Family put- films, not just kids films. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think one instance that a lot of people that, uh, at least a lot of parents are like, no, they, my kids don't need to see that, though. They're not going to understand. Like, kids understand. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah, not, they they're do. not stupid. They definitely do. They understand. They're able to sit and watch it and understand. <laughs> it's just the parents that feel very uncomfortable this. As a child- as I can sit down and watch Lion King and get a good lesson on the circle of life and life and death, then yeah, yeah, kids can learn. Kids but can learn. Did you just show a concepts. Lion King thrown off a cliff? Yeah, 
Like, no, no, no. Like, kids can learn up. those hard concepts. They need to learn. Who do you, do you want us and to that's teach? the best way. That was like the best way for me to learn. I learned, yeah. I learned death through Bambi. Bambi. I See, learned, that's perfect. Yeah. Cause you, I was you like, learned that. And then your parents explain it to you. Yes, right. Yeah. That's the same it. thing with my mom. I was like, I saw this. She's like, okay, well this happens and this happens. That was the perfect way to explain yeah. life and death to me. There you go. Yeah. It's either Mr. Rogers or Disney circle of life. So she's, life. she knows, like she told me like, you know, every, this is going to be things this is how life is. You just got to appreciate and love what you got. Yeah. Yes. That's how I learned as a child. So parents don't be afraid of these. Uh, you may feel uncomfortable, but honestly, your child isn't. Your child isn't. Yeah. Okay, they're not going to feel uncomfortable. They're watching a movie, mm-hmm. guaranteed. When they're looking at Zootopia, and they're like, "Oh, she's mad. She doesn't like because he's a fox. That's not right." You're right, buddy. It's not right. Mm-hmm. It's not right at all. So, there you go. You just their kid just learned about. They learned racism and prejudice. Your kids can learn difficult things. Not all things. Like on Thanksgiving, we're watching My Name's Dolomite, and then one of the nephews had to walk in during the sex scene. You're like, get out of here. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Go on. Get out. Yeah. You don't need to see these titties. <laughs> <laughs> Go on now. Get out of here. <laughs> but I, I get you, though. Like, yeah. when you look at a cartoon, you're kind of groaning. And uh, I'm at that age now to where, like, when I look at a cartoon, uh, I don't like Rio, for instance. Si- Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry. I don't Thank care who's you. feathers <laughs> I ruffled, but Rio sucks. I'm sorry. And you know what it is? It's the movie that you put on for your for your nephew or your kids because it's colorful. It has songs and honestly distracts them for like an hour. I'll and go half. further. I'm not a fan of Rio. I'm not even a fan of Encanto. You know what? I'll what go there I too. like, what I really loved was um The Book of Life. Yeah. That was such a superior animation film. Actually, it was. Over Encanto? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was so much better. I love the Book of Life. That one hits the messages right across. It does. It really It's does. right across, and it's still cartoon enough for your kid to watch. Exactly. But it's not like real stupid kid cartoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, stop making your kid Stop cartoon. dumbing it down. Stop dumbing it down. Your kids yeah. aren't dumb unless you make them dumb. They have the capability to learn, so yeah. stop it. Like, what happened to, like, the prime time of, like, when we were kids and Cartoon Network was in the rain? Oh, Remember sh- those animations? Yes. All the content, the mature content they put into that? Yeah, why why Dexter's mom be looking like that? <laughs> Dexter's mom was thick. Why why is she walking out here <laughs> looking like that. she ain't got what she got? I mean, okay. you got that wagon school, okay, going around. Yeah. <laughs> old school Disney always had you know the moms were never in the films because of Walt Disney himself. Yeah, is that right. what the reason was? Yes. Yeah. Well, because, shit. Yeah. So you mean to tell me this man was like, yeah, yo, he, shoot that mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to think about death and moms. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. But. I don't know who in Pixar just had a thick fetish. <laughs> I will tell you that. Yo. Every Pixar film. Come on. Every, they're all thick now. <laughs> Incredible started a new thing. They did. <laughs> they really did. And then people being like, hey, yo, why are they trying to copy? Why isn't Elastigirl trying to copy the rest of these? Nah, bitch. Look at this way. Elastigirl started it. <laughs> she this. started that. She started the thickness. All right. Everyone else followed in. Everyone else followed in. <laughs> all right. But you know what? God bless that man. <laughs> this is America, all right? <laughs> you know, he wrote that one scene where she's she's looking in the mirror. Like and she's that, trying out her outfit. She yeah. looks at her ass. And she's like, oh, my ass is too big. No, nah, girl. You got it right there. You got all it right the there. All the right places. <laughs> Listen up. It's been a rough year. 
<laughs> you play the American South, like the fucking national anthem. That's right. We salute you. We salute you. <laughs> we salute that ass. <laughs> oh, hey, I think that's going to be a good place where we're going to yeah, stop tonight's topic. <laughs> yeah, so we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. How do you feel about Bob Iger returning to Disney? Uh, you can love it. Uh, you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next YouTube channel. If not, we'll put this open on our. Oh, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Monday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And as usual, before we fully close out, Mike Castle's last end notes for you guys. Yes. As always, all the different ways you can be able to listen to us, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, as well as Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many more. We're pretty much across multiple stations. All right. So just type in that name of the Red Band Podcast and you should be able to find us. Not to mention, we have our YouTube channel where we also put down the live versions of these chats that we like to have. So head on over there. Maybe leave a like, subscribe, maybe even share it to somebody that you think you might know would enjoy it and uh yeah leave a comment down below what you think we should uh we should mention next or what we haven't covered or any news that you think we haven't heard about so leave the comment on bell uh down below as well as our social media account we're always, i'm always on instagram pretty much technically we have a tiktok uh i'm still kind of like eh, on it but uh, <laughs> but yeah head on over there you should find the next journey pro as well as the red band podcast logo on there so head on over there leave a comment down below uh, what's your handle because you you start having your own stuff you've been putting on Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that's you, right. You want to put it on your own handle, too, on Instagram? Because you got some good memes on there. Yeah, Some okay. good film memes. Yes, <laughs> I am right here. Mine is that guy Mike. That dot guy dot Mike. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Oh, All right. Yeah. Pretty simple shit on there. So I usually just put down random videos where I'm kind of testing the waters and seeing what I can do kind of editing on my phone. Mm-hmm. So leave any suggestions or any challenges, things like that. See how you like, you know, just go over there, yeah. leave a like, you want something casual to watch, head on over there, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways, we also have our Patreon account. So head on over to the Patreon account, subscribe to that because we have different subscriptions and more subscribers equals more content. So leave a subscription down or uh, subscribe to one of the subscriptions share with a friend that you think might enjoy it as well so that we can make more of these for you and you can be able to kind of see a little bit more content so uh yeah that's all i got and i'll just throw it right back yeah you guys heard from mike please like and subscribe and we'll see you next time later taters